Hello, welcome back to the Quack Report. My name's Carter, and I am one of your hosts for today. And sitting with me on Zoom is Nate. Hello. Will be your other host for today. Oh, How's it going, buddy? Ah, oh, it's all right. My coffee's a little cold right now, though. <laughs> this is this is all I got eh. right now. <laughs> That's okay. Just it's it's just a nice coffee. Yeah, if I go put some ice in it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not, not as sweet, but yeah, that's okay. You can still make good. Dude. Is that an A and W coffee? Yeah, it's A and W coffee. I, uh, you know, grandson of the year there. Uh, got my got my grandma A and W breakfast for Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> I mean, at least it was something. She was she was still happy for it. So, out of all the breakfast places to to go to, A and W is the best. It is. Opinion. Yeah. So it is good. You, you the, did good there. You splashed. Yeah. She she really enjoyed the hash browns, so. Mm-hmm. Look at you being a good grandson slash yeah. roommate. <laughs> and I also picked her up some jube jubes and a bottle of wine. So nice. She she likes her wine. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, she's not going to share that. That's for sure. <laughs> that's all right. I'm not, I'm not a big red fan anyway. How is the coffee at A and W? It's good. I honestly really like it. So it's it's almost like a treat to just like even if it's just like a normal coffee. It's like a treat to kind of have it from them every now and then. So, cause normally yeah. I'm doing like Tim Hortons or maybe McDonald's even. So mm-hmm. would you say it's better than Tim's or McDonald's? Um, I'd say it's better oh, than Tim. Like I'd say it's better than Tim's like hot coffee. Um, I don't really know for McDonald's. I don't normally have their hot coffee. Actually. I, I, I'm a huge iced coffee drinker mainly because my heat tolerance is like low uh, so like I normally have to let a coffee sit and cool off for a little bit. Whereas a nice coffee is just, yeah, I can just start drinking it now and we're good to go. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I'd say at least over Tim's it's, I'd say it's better or maybe it's just because I've had so much Tim's. I'm like, Oh, it's something different. Okay. Interesting. I've never had it. So, but I want to give it a try. And everybody else that's listening right now from the States is like, where's Dunkin' Donuts in this? We don't have Dunkin' Donuts <laughs> up here. No. Tim's is pretty much our version of Dunkin' Donuts, though. Pretty much, yeah. So, so. Think, think of them as the same thing. Yeah. Guys. We Which do have I've Starbucks been, up here, though. We're we not, do have Starbucks. Uh, yeah, Starbucks is good. Um, yeah. I never really get coffee from there, though. I always get those refreshers. I can't drink their coffee. Their other stuff is so good, but, like, man, I, I feel like they just take their coffee from, like, the garbage of, like, <laughs> Tim Hortons. They just, like, grab the, the extra grinds. And like, I do, like, the lattes so and bad. stuff like that, but, like, not just, like, a black mm-hmm. coffee normally. Yeah, no, they're lattes. Or, like, coffee with, like, cream and, sh- like cream and sugar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Gets, gets me going in the morning. Yeah, no, that's for sure. Or a shot of espresso. Shot of espresso. Espresso's really good. There's a... I, I forget what mall it was, but anytime we go to this mall, my dad and I would always go up, and they had, like, a, this massive booth in the middle of this store that was trying to sell you like espresso espresso machines and stuff like that like the like the nespresso or like whatever mm-hmm. um so we'd always sit there and have like a couple couple free espresso drinks and <laughs> go back shopping <laughs> yeah <laughs> just but like good, no intention of buying it but get yeah, the no, free shit yeah oh well, he, he looked around a couple times and i was like oh okay is today is today gonna be the day you're gonna get it? and he's like nah not today <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i think he did get it actually but I don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't. I haven't been really home, right? But I don't know how much he's actually used it. Interesting. Yeah, I like those. Uh, like Nespresso machines. They got yeah. lots of variety. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're pretty cool. Um, what would you say we get into some duck stuff? We got let's some get actual into news we got to talk some, about here. We got some actual hockey news here. Holy shit! 
Yeah, it's like it's actually Dutch related. Pandemic. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not like it's not talking about oh like this is what they're doing or that sort of thing. Like we got like legitimate hockey business news. Like stuff we would normally talk about. It's actually. good. Let's get very into impressive. It. Yeah. So uh, Ducks very busy this week uh, signing four players to uh, contract extensions. Uh, they signed two of them earlier on in the week: uh, Christian Juice and Yari Hackenpah. Or sorry, Yanni Hackenpah. My bad. Yeah, they signed them both to one-year contract extensions. With Juice's being worth uh, one million for next season. Uh, this is unconfirmed on Cap Friendly, but this seems to be the um, kind of what it is, just without an official release. And then for Yanni Hackenpah, his um, cap hit next season will be seven hundred and fifty thousand. So, uh, very good one-year low-risk contracts uh, for me. No bonuses with those either. One-way deals. Uh, just very simple and, and to the point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just taking a look here. Yeah, I remember Juice uh, was somebody that we just acquired uh, prior to the trade deadline there in uh, the trade with uh, Washington. Um, before coming here, he had played 119 career games. Uh, or no, sorry, he has played 119 career games at, uh, as of today. And he's got 27 points in those 19 games, 14 penalty minutes. He's a plus 25. I know he was with Washington for quite a while, but that's pretty good numbers for a young defenseman there. Mm-hmm. He also has a Stanley Cup. So. He does have a Stanley <laughs> Cup, that's true. Um, and uh, Hockenpah, yeah, we, we haven't seen a whole lot of him. He's just been in five games with us this season. Uh, one goal and a plus one rating, two penalty minutes. But like, he is a big defenseman who... Uh, you know, develop him a little bit more and get him up in our ranks. 6'5", 218 pounds. That's almost a foot taller than I am and about seven pounds lighter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, what's that's the, a, that's what's a the, big dude. <laughs> yeah. What's the phrase? I forget the, what movie it's from, but it's uh, move like a butterfly, sting like a bee. What's that from? I've, I know it's from like a super famous movie, but... Are you thinking like the Cars version? No, no, no. <laughs> no like I mean, a- that, that, yeah, I, I know it's from Cars, but that's not the, the quote. Move, move like a Cadillac, sting like a Beamer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's the one that I think of. Uh, uh, that's the one I was thinking of first, but I knew it yeah. was from something else. Uh, I, I want to say Rocky, but it's, it's, I don't think that's right. It might have been. I honestly don't remember at the moment. Are you searching it up right now? Yeah, I'm searching butterfly bee quote. Let's butterfly see. bee quote. <laughs> yeah, float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Oh, no, that was Muhammad Ali. It's not a movie quote. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, it's Muhammad Ali. There you go. Yeah. I was, straight was, up ready, I was I straight know, up ready for you to be like, oh, my God, like going to Google Images, and it's like a cross between a butterfly and a bee. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see that. Especially not with those murder hornets around. Those things oh, my terrifying. God. <laughs> Jesus. I saw... I sorry, we're getting completely off topic here. I saw a video though of uh, how honeybees actually in like Japan deal with the murder hornets. Yeah, did you see that? Yeah, that's so cool. Fucking nature is nature's fucked, dude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you're gonna come and like eat all my larvae? Let me just cook you in my hive. <laughs> Literally <laughs> with my own body, like Jesus. <laughs> if you haven't se- if you haven't seen a video on it, you guys need to go take a look at it. But basically, what happens is like one bee will sacrifice himself and then all the other bees will swarm and like dogpile the hornet and literally like vibrate and cook it to death like yeah that is messed up 
Like it's it's absolutely brilliant, but that is messed up at the same time. Yeah. The uh, did you watch the National Geographic one? I think that was the one that I watched. I'm not yeah. sure. It's just like a it was like a clip on Facebook or something like that. And I was, but I just oh, okay. watched it. I was like, what the hell? But yeah, the the one I watched it was like it said that honeybees can stand up to 117 degrees or 117 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, like their body temperature. Yeah. So they like vibrate until they're like 116 degrees. Yeah. And like the the murder hornet can only handle like 114. So it's like yeah, it just like almost kill themselves. Yeah. To to kill it, but that's it's insane. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, nature is so messed up. Nature's nature's fucked. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe All the right. Ducks should uh, implement a plan like that. Where if, yeah. if they can't, they can't score a goal to win the game. They just dogpile the goalie and vibrate until they cook them. So they I was gonna say that's just called crashing the chance. net. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something uh, Juice and uh, Hawk and Paw won't be doing because they're defensemen. They should be uh, hanging back to to cover our goalie. Yeah, they can crash the people that are crashing the net, though. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Crash the other team's murder hornets. There you go. But what do you think of these Juice and Hackenpaw signings? Like you said at the beginning there, they're, uh, yeah, to get back on topic, <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're, they're low risk just to see how they do. Um, I mean, the little bit that we've seen of uh, Juice especially, I'll start with Hackenpaw though. Yeah, we've only seen him in a few games, but like I said, you uh, really developed this guy a little bit more here. Um, I'm just sorry. I saw his San Diego. Yeah, he's got... Uh, 13 points and a plus 12 rating in 47 games in San Diego this year. He was a fourth round in the 2010 NHL draft. The guy's been in the AHL, uh, looks like for a little bit. Hopefully he can make the step up in the next, I'd say, year or two. I mean, kind of depending on mm-hmm. uh, our defense situation and what we maybe want to do. But, uh, I mean, if you're looking just at an a an AHL contract or like somebody for the AHL, yeah, what did you say it was seven fifty? Yeah, yeah, that's nothing. Uh, it is. Is it a one way or a two way? Does it say? Uh, uh, doesn't say. He's making the same in the minors, so it just okay, so one, one way. way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and even for a one way contract for the minors, that's not really a whole lot, and the guy does seem to eat up a lot of minutes and that sort of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of uh, Christian Juice, the little bit that we've seen of him uh, in an Anaheim Ducks jersey, I've really enjoyed it. He's already brought something, I think, to this team, especially the way he's able to uh, essentially start a breakout and whatnot. Like he's, oh I, yeah, it's just it's it's great to see that. Um, not to say that we don't have other guys who can, but it's just like that was really noticeable to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's noticeable, like just kind of when he needs to be. Otherwise, he just does his job and kind of keeps his head down. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm not upset by any of these, uh, by these two contracts uh, to start. Let's say. Yeah. No. And I think, um, I think signing these guys kind of around the same time too. I mean, it, it's not like it doesn't mean this, but I think it could allude to that they, they wanted to sign them together to kind of build them as a pair yeah. almost. And I mean, like that, it could mean absolutely nothing. But I think these guys would work together well as a pair with Juice, kind of being that breakout defenseman, and uh, Hawk and Paw being the more defensive guy who's able to to stay back and just in case sort of thing. You know, defend, yeah. get the puck to Juice. Juice sends the breakout pass to the forwards, and you know you can use that speed to maybe get some chances. So I think yeah. that is kind of a 
a good way that these two defensemen can work well together. So yeah, it will be um, good. Um, and taking a look as well, just on uh, Juice's numbers, just with us so far, he played in eleven games, has uh, a goal and two assists for three points, and a plus three rating. You know what? Even in eleven games, a plus three rating with the team that we have had this season. Not to put him down, but you know, you don't expect the plus minus to be too too high. Uh, if anything, but especially not for your third pairing defenseman. Yeah, and especially and, and for a guy as well that did come up from uh, uh, the AHL actually because he was with the Hershey Bears. Um, he led them in assists and ranked eighth among NHL or AHL defensemen in assists and tied for tenth in points, uh, all while leading defensemen uh, in Hershey in scoring both goals and assists. Yeah, no, those are great numbers. Yeah, that's really good to see from him. I had no idea. He was having such a good year in the AHL, so mm-hmm. that's awesome. Uh, well, let's talk about these other two guys they signed. Uh, so this one just came out uh, today, Sunday, when yeah, we're recording. this morning. So forward Sam Carrick was signed to a one-year, one-way deal uh, worth $700,000, uh, as well as defenseman Brendan Gooley, who signed a two-year, one-way deal with an average value of eight hundred, making uh, 700 of that uh, next season and 900 the season after obviously for an average of 800 so um, yeah a couple more you know low risk deals you know Brendan Gooley um, of course two years so a little bit longer but I think we saw a lot of him uh, he proved himself at every opportunity he was given from the beginning to the end of the season so I think the two year deal if it came down to between one and two and he was going to walk if he just got the one. I think you might as well give him the two years. So, yeah, I think that's great deals for both of these players. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm just pulling up, uh, sorry, Sam Carrick's uh, stats. I couldn't remember them quite off the top of my of my head there. Unbelievable. I'm, I can't believe you don't have Carrick's stats memorized <laughs> from this year and yeah. every other year he's played. Uh, with Anaheim, he's played nine games so far, uh, two points, and is a minus three. But, you know, for forwards, I don't really take a look too hard at the plus minus unless it's like drastically bad (laughs) um but uh playing for uh san diego uh down in the minors there 46 games 43 points so 23 goals and 20 assists yeah he's looking great down there um another guy that you know you just kind of hope that you can build up a little bit more and bring him up he's always kind of gone back and forth because he was drafted by the uh Toronto Maple Leafs had a couple uh, little stints with them, but never really got it going too much. And so, yeah, I'm really hoping he does well for the Ducks and, you know, is able to to find a spot here in that roster. I'm thinking next season, whenever, you know, next season is. Moving on to uh, Brendan Gooley there. Um, yeah, I've liked what we've seen from this guy uh, so far. Uh, Gooley's split time pretty well, I'd say, between the AHL and the NHL. Uh, the NHL, he's played 30 games uh, with uh, four goals, four points, or four assists for eight points. And uh, it's a minus two, which, like I said, on this team, even a minus two, that's not terrible, actually. No. Uh, and in terms of San Diego, 27 games, four goals and 10 assists for 14 points, and he's a plus nine, actually, in the A, so... Yeah, I mean, taking a look at these numbers, at least just from the last season and uh, having seen what we have out of these two guys this year as well, same thing as before, low risk. And uh, if, as long as we are able to develop them a little bit better, um, they they could be uh, impact players for us in the next couple of years. So, Oh, yeah, for sure. 
with this contract as well, Gooley will still be an RFA at the end of the deal. Uh, so come the 22-23 season, uh, which is great. You know, he's only 22 right now. Uh, Sam Carrick's a little older. He is 28, so he'll, of course, be a UFA um, by the time that contract is up. But, I mean, if if we can keep signing him to those one-year deals, I think he'll be a great AHL guy and potentially a depth NHL guy as well. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Like you said here, Brennan Gooley is kind of the the guy to be looking at uh, in terms of these two deals. Yeah, that two. I mean, 200 grand and... In terms of hockey payment, not a whole lot of a pay increase for you and I. Yeah, that's a pretty big jump. Um, but that's, <laughs> I mean, to have to go from uh, seven hundred to nine hundred uh, in essentially one contract. There, uh, both of those are one-way contract as, contracts as well. So especially for a guy like Brendan Gooley who has been splitting his time, uh, the one-way definitely uh, is a reward uh, more than anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, I like the I like the dollar price. I like the terms, at least especially for Gooley. I'm glad we were able to get him for a couple of years there, and hopefully, uh, he proves that he needs a little bit of a longer contract to stay with us. So I'd be I'd be okay to give that to him if he were to uh, continue to do what he has been. Oh, definitely, yeah, yeah. No, I think these are four very good signings. Um, great de- job, definitely Bob building. Yeah, building for the future and kind of solidifying what you hope to be a core moving forward. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So uh, with the uh, NHL obviously on pause now, they're, they have been doing, uh, what's it called? It's like the Player Gaming Challenge. Is that the name they've yeah. come up with? Uh, yeah, so they have picked one or two players from each uh, NHL team to kind of represent the, their virtual team, I guess. I think we talked uh, about so that. For us, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, didn't we? Uh, we, we went through, yeah. we went through the names and stuff ago, yeah. like that. So if you guys want to go back and listen to that, you guys can. Otherwise, find it online as to who's for who. But sorry, before I cut you off there, you were about to say who's playing for Anaheim. Uh, yeah, so Cam Fowler, at least in uh, this uh, iteration of the, the gaming challenge, Cam Fowler faced off against Evander Kane uh, in a couple games of Chell as well as Game of Threes. And uh, Fowler won all three games for the nice clean sweep of Kane there. Let's give him a round of applause. Sweet. Woo! Out of boy Fowler. Out of boy Fowler. <laughs> Make us proud. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he kind of fleeced Kane at the beginning there, giving him the 2 nothing lead, and then just rolled over his ass. Came yep. back. Ended up, I think the final score in that one ended up being like 6-5 or something. It was like in high which, scoring. In which one? The first game? In the first one. Yeah. I thought it was 5-4 no, like or something. It was 5-3. Five three is that? Yeah. Oh yeah, he got the. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he came okay. back with four straight goals. He was down three one, uh, beginning of this third period. Came back mm-hmm. to win at five three. So yeah, yeah he just kind of went on a uh, tear there. That second game, yeah, he didn't really give Kane much of a chance. No, just kind of uh, stomped him. What was that one? Six one, maybe six <laughs> two. Yeah, I think it was like six two. I yeah. don't remember. The threes one head. was. Yeah, the threes one was interesting though. Well, threes is interesting to start with. I mean, you and I have played our fair share of that as well, and especially when you have oh, yeah. the money pucks in there, like it's it's not it's not over until it's over for that game. Oh yeah, it it almost was over for Fowler there. He yeah, was, he was up, I think six one or six two, and, and then a couple seven. Cu- yeah, and a couple money pucks go Kane's way, and it became six five. And uh, I think it was a money puck on the next goal was a plus two, was it not? So. It really, was, it was yeah. it was next goal wins. Yeah, they were so. playing win by two. So if Kane would have, oh, they were okay. Yeah, so he still would have had a chance, but it would have been a lot, a lot yeah. tougher, 
Lots offer. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Fowler did end up scoring uh, basically a few seconds after Kane made it 6-5. So. But they were both good sports about it. I really liked that. You know, a couple rivals. There was some fights in that second. Oh, yeah, game. there was. I think there was like three at the end of the game. But I loved how, um, uh, honestly, I thought it was funny when it was like, man, like who's the guy on the Sharks that was so fast there who just scored? And then like the camera actually went to like the celebration and it was Evander Kane as himself. <laughs> yeah. And they were just like, oh, all right, sweet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I thought that they was were, pretty uh, funny. Yeah, no, that was good. They were also kind of ripping on some of their own players. Yeah, uh, there was, <laughs> oh, guys. There was a couple times where they were like, "Oh, there's no way this guy's this fast." I think Kane <laughs> was ripping on LeBanc a couple times. And I think my favorite yeah, part good. though was uh, they had was uh, Captain Clutch. There was in a fight. They were commenting on the haircut in the game. <laughs> and they're like, man, Getzlaff, if he saw this, he would probably rip EA a new one, basically. Because it was like showing just like the like the baldness up top and the kind of shaved down sides. Not like just complete baldness. That's like yeah. in his picture, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. Just while we're on the topic of the sharks, too. Did you see uh, Jumbo's beard? Yeah, and it's gone. It's all gone. It's upsetting. <laughs> I know. Why would you do that? Oh, I mean, California summers gets hot. I get That's it. True, yeah. And I mean, if you're not going to be playing any hockey anyway, I mean, we shouldn't really talk because we're not going <laughs> to be in the playoffs really. either. But I mean, might as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I thought this was super interesting. It was an hour long. They played three games and, you know, they talked a little bit, the... I thought that the commentator was, or the host, whatever you want to call him, was good at, you know, engaging them and getting them to talk a little bit without, like, trying to Overload get them to answer or, yeah. deep questions while they're playing. It was more yeah. just, like, it, it was just very fun, and I thought that they had a good balance of playing, chirping, and yeah. kind of interview Well, stuff, and even so. then, I thought that uh, Fowler and Kane just kind of bounced off of each other, even, like, the host didn't have to do a whole lot, honestly. Not really, so. no. Yeah, no, I yeah, thought it was great. Way. Yeah, good to see these these two rivals able to have a little bit of fun. Yeah. In the end, to quote Ilya Brzezgalov there, it's it's only game. <laughs> yeah. Why you have to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, these guys do it for work, but they also do it for the love of the game, obviously. And, you know, hockey really is like a, a brotherhood or, yeah, brotherhood, sisterhood, mm-hmm. whateverhood. Um, but, uh, yeah, it really brings everyone uh together so yeah for sure so i guess let's move on to some of the the twitter interactions we've had over this last week i did a lot better this week even than the week before and you did pretty good week before that so yeah three polls uh a question on twitter from a fan kind of shaking myself out of the little bit of the funk i had for a little while there yeah no you're good you're doing well Uh, do you want to read off this question since you're the, the Twitter guy? Sure. So we got a question here from uh, Shane Van Nice, and he asked us, what's your favorite non-hockey-related video game? I'm glad he specified non-hockey-related. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've played the, our fair share of Chell um, in our days. I'm that guy. I've bought every Chell since 2004, and as much as I complain about it, yeah. I keep going back. Yeah. <laughs> you're the reason EA Sports hasn't improved the game yeah, anymore. unfortunately. <laughs> the uh, reason we're still stuck in like the early 2000s where it was like Madden and FIFA are like top notch. <laughs> I got, I honestly, it's probably a false sense of hope 
but for the because the next like uh, NHL 21 will be on the next gen consoles, right? Um, mm-hmm. So PlayStation Five and uh, I think it's called Project Re- or Project Scarlet right now for the X for the new Xbox, but whatever that's mm-hmm. going to be. So like I have high hopes for it, and my favorite. We'll, we'll get to the question here in a second, but like my favorite uh, game mode, I'd say, is honestly be a pro, and to keep kind of going through the same thing over and over again. A lot of people want like the story mode, and I'm one of those people, and it would probably help me not to like go through one or two seasons and then just restart. So, yeah. but yeah, it'd be good to have something like that to keep you engaged a yeah. little bit longer. Do you have a favorite game mode on there? On, um, on Shell, we'll start. We'll start with that, and then we'll get into the actual non-hockey. Related. The actual question, yeah. <laughs> instead of just talking hockey, um, I don't know. I've always just done play. Now I, I haven't really been a fan of the modes. Like I've That's I've fair. done be a pro and be yeah. a GM and the franchise modes. I, I guess that franchise is be a GM, yeah, uh, or what be a GM used to be. But yeah. no, I, I just enjoy it for like just for for sitting down and playing games That's with fair. the bros. Um, do you uh, do you play much online? A little bit. Uh, I usually try try every once in a while, but um, nah, my big thing I, online. I usually get run over. Yeah. So <laughs> if I play online, I'm playing ones. Um, oh yeah. I'm typically pretty good to get to like the second round at least. I've done a few of the threes tournaments before. There was mm. one guy and I, and then I think we just had a computer guy as well. Um, and we just absolutely obliterated everybody, and it was just, like at the end of it, we just messaged each other, just, "Hey, nice going, did great." <laughs> yeah, I play. I play. Pleasure kicking ass. With yeah, <laughs> play the occasional game online in like the drop-in mode, and but if I do that, mm-hmm. I'm typically goalie. Um, I had the one game actually that I had a couple of my teammates, I guess, message me after, and they're like, "Man, we would have lost that game honestly if not for you." Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, yeah. Everyone on there seems to appreciate the goalie because no one wants to play goalie. Nobody wants so to. If, you, if you've got someone, it's just like it's goalie, just like it's real good. life. Nobody wants to be the guy who gets the puck shot at. Yeah, <laughs> even though there's like no stakes. Yeah, in this one. I'm I'm just that uh, psychopath. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like every sport I've played, I've played goalie at least once. Yeah, and then I typically like stay in that. <laughs> uh, okay, so favorite non hockey related video game, Carter, go. I'm a huge fan of the Assassin's Creed franchise. Uh, yeah, I, should, actually, really I should have I, seen that coming. <laughs> yeah, that's really all I play besides uh, NHL. So That's fair. Um, with the occasional like other game splashed in there. But yeah. um, for killing free time, it's Assassin's Creed. I'm playing Odyssey again right now, now that they've announced the new one that's coming out like at the end of the year. So Sweet. getting all hyped with that. Yeah. Um, what about you? Oh, I'd have to, I'd have to say hockey, over the last non-hockey related. I'd have to say over the last few years has actually been Star Wars Battlefront Two. Been really enjoying that one, and that's oh, yeah. one that I normally go back to quite a bit. Um, I haven't played it. It's got as, a lot of replayability. replayability. Yeah. yeah, and I like I actually that is a game that I dive in for quite a while on online. Actually, like for example, like playing Call of Duty for myself, I normally just would honestly play the campaigns. I play a couple games of online, but I could never really do it unless I was playing with friends. And I haven't really like played online with friends in like a long time, probably since like mid high school, honestly. So to find a game that like I enjoy online just on my own is kind of nice. So yeah, Battlefront is definitely one of those games. And uh, the reason I've stuck with Xbox for so long is uh, the Halo franchise. That's another one that I can keep going back to, be it 
campaign or online i can play that one for hours on end as well so mm-hmm. yeah so i'd at least for now though i'd have to say battlefront 2 so it's it's normally chell mm-hmm. or battlefront 2 for from nice. for myself yeah i still haven't haven't picked up battlefront 2 and it's been out for what a couple years now yeah well in the last <laughs> the last update uh got put up actually um so they're oh, yeah. supposedly done with like content updates and whatnot but like the game is so much better than when it started. Um, like, I, I don't know if you remember, there's the whole controversy on, like, the microtransactions for oh, yeah. loot boxes and whatnot that, like, became, like, essentially, like, people realize, hey, this is gambling, and you got a bunch of kids spending mom and dad's credit card money on it. It's come a long ways since that, and, like, yeah, free updates and everything like that, too, and especially coming from a brand like EA where... You know, you you pay for every little detail that you get to add to the game, right? Um, yeah. They really stepped it up on that game, and it's a it's a beautiful game. It's a fun game, and uh, like I said, I can spend hours on it, and uh, especially as a Star Wars fan, it's it's fun mm-hmm. to play that. So, yeah, for sure, awesome. Well, uh, thanks for the question, Shane. That was a that was a very good one. That was good. Got both bases covered there, talking hockey related and <laughs> and not hockey related. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, all right, I guess let's get into the polls that you put up there and, and see what people are saying. <laughs> Sounds good. So we're, uh, man, everything's kind of uh, moves into the next thing. So we were just start talking about Star Wars Battlefront. And the first poll that we had, uh, I did put out on Monday, which was May the 4th, uh, Star Wars Day. Quick side thing. Did you see what we had happen here in Lethbridge, actually, with the Stormtrooper? I did, yeah. Oh, That's my ridiculous. God. If <sighs> I, like... I'm assuming that a lot of people who, I guess, are Star Wars fans and listen to this podcast um, have seen it. But if not, basically, there was uh, an employee for a Star Wars themed restaurant who was standing outside the restaurant in a stormtrooper outfit with Star Wars music blasting um, on Star Wars Day, but had a plastic stormtrooper gun. Uh, I guess a couple people called the cops. I think it was two or three cop cars came in, guns drawn like automatically, and the person, like the employee, complied and everything like that. And but it still ended up with the employee like getting their face shoved into the ground and bloody nosed and everything like that. So it's kind of made its way around uh, around the world at this point. TMZ picking it up and uh, the Washington Post and things like that. Uh, even William Shatner of Star Trek fame, not Star Wars, Star Trek fame. Being like, wow, Lethbridge police services suck. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but yeah, so on uh, May the 4th there, I had asked, uh, I said, Star Wars has some of the greatest villains of all time. So who is your favorite of the Sith? So we had the Emperor, Darth Vader, Count Dooku, and Darth Maul. Carter, who is your pick for your favorite Sith? As a kid, I was a a Darth Maul fan. Darth Maul fan? Okay. Uh, sorry, I was just going to clarify in case anybody was wondering. Kylo Ren was not in there. Again, Star Wars nerd and me here. Kylo Ren is not a Sith. He's just a dark side follower, essentially. So, sorry. Darth- doesn't change my... Yeah, it doesn't change your answer. Darth, Maul was, answer, Darth, yeah. Darth Maul was your... Darth Maul was my favorite, yeah. Uh, as an adult, though, I, I do appreciate Darth Vader. He's got the, yeah. the moral gray area, you know. <laughs> like, doesn't want to kill his own son. 
I doesn't mean, want to kill his own son, but, but he'll walk into a room and slaughter a bunch of children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so 50% of people uh, agreed, actually, with your childhood favorite, Darth Maul. Uh, 40% said Darth Vader. 10% said the Emperor. And unfortunately, zero for Christopher Lee's Count Dooku. Yeah, maybe so, it was just okay. <laughs> I think, I think if we didn't have, I went on a whole rant about it last week. But if the if we didn't have the Clone Wars, and Dave Filoni bringing Darth Maul back and really flushing him out as a character, Darth Maul wouldn't have that fifty percent. But Darth Maul has become oh, no. so many There's people's no favorites because of that show. And honestly, myself included, Darth Maul is way up on my list. It's not just a cool looking guy anymore. Like, there's a lot to that dude. Uh, my personal, know, I'd say the double-sided lightsaber would uh, would bring him up in the cool factor. That too. <laughs> That's why I liked him as a kid. He had the That's double fair. lightsaber. <laughs> yeah, that was the first time we'd seen that in the movies back in 1999. Darth Vader is still my favorite, though. Uh, both Anakin Skywalker and the man in the suit. So, but uh, all right, we'll go to our next poll here. This one we had shared uh, by a couple of our friends at the Stick Hungry podcast, which is a San Jose one as well as the King's Den, which is the LA Kings podcast here on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, if you guys want just to listen to more hockey-related stuff, uh, honestly, go check those guys out. They do a great job as well. Uh, the San Jose Sharks yeah. podcast has uh, former NHL uh, player Kyle McLaren on it as well. Um, who There's kind of a funny connection with that as well. His mom is like best friends with uh, my Nona that I live with. So <laughs> it was kind of fun. They were doing uh, like a massive call with like my Nona and a bunch of her friends, uh, McLaren's mom included. And uh, they were like, yeah, we kind of brought up, oh, yeah, we're actually on the, we're on the, we're, we're, we work on the same network together. So it's kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, it's a cool connection there. Yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, uh, also get to know your enemies. Listen to those. Yeah, exactly. Sharks and Kings <laughs> podcast. Yeah. The, the guys that hosted are great, you know, the, the players and the team not so much, but we can we can look past that. <laughs> all us California teams got to stick together cuz we all suck right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um all right, so I had asked uh and by tagging them as well as the actual teams in there, uh who is the bigger California rival with the Anaheim Ducks? So your choices were the LA Kings or the San Jose Sharks. Carter, who do you think has the bigger California rivalry with the Ducks? That's a tough one. Um I'd say just by like distance alone, it would be L.A., but uh, I guess even in terms of like hockey rivalries, I, w- I would give it to L.A. Over, see, and, uh, over see I was kind of thinking the distance thing as well with L.A., but I kind of thought about it that like, yeah, L.A. was was competitive, obviously, for quite a while here, especially in the 2000s or the 2010s, um, winning two cups, right, in 12 and 14. Mm-hmm. Um but it seemed like the guys that were, they were always there no matter what were Anaheim and San Jose for myself. And then seeing the final results here, the San Jose Sharks actually pulled ahead 60 to 40 over the LA Kings as the bigger California rival with the Ducks. So Okay. It's still pretty close. Though. Yeah. So, so, yeah. But it's, uh, yeah, on this poll, there you go. San Jose Sharks, LA Kings, and Anaheim Ducks uh, fans united to figure out who was the bigger rival with the Ducks. Yeah. <laughs> who hated the Ducks more? Yeah, who hates the Ducks more, exactly. <laughs> and then moving on to uh, our last poll. This is a question that we brought up on our last episode here. 
from uh, Reddit, which is one that I came across. So a Reddit user, uh, my left hand killed me, which I still want to know the background to that. Uh, buddy, if you listen to us, uh, send us a message. I want to know the background on that name. Uh, ask this question, and yeah, like I said, we talked about it on our last episode. Uh, what will come sooner for the, An- for the Anaheim Ducks? A Stanley Cup win or a 50-goal scorer? Uh, just to reiterate here, the last 50-goal scorer we had was Corey Perry in 2011, and the last cup we had was in 2007, obviously our our only cup. Um, Carter, I don't remember what you said, uh, what you thought would come first. Uh, I said we would get the 50-goal scorer first, uh, just because that would probably get us to the Stanley Cup. Um, yeah. And we, we probably wouldn't get there without a 50-goal scorer. So. Yeah, that's but, fair. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, I think uh, I'm. I'm pretty sure that's what I was. We we were kind of on the same track with that as well. And uh, majority of people on Twitter actually think that as well. Sixty percent saying that we're going to have a fifty goal score before the Anaheim Ducks get their second Stanley Cup uh, in franchise history. So, uh, but yeah, so that's our that's our polls for the week. Uh, if you guys want to participate in those, or you know, ask us ask us a question like Shane Van Nice did. Uh, be sure to get on Twitter and follow us at Quack Report Pod. And uh, yeah, I try to do this stuff as much as I can or interact in some way or another on Twitter. So, and uh, I'm pretty responsive on that. I don't really have a whole lot else to do right now. So, yeah, yeah, you've been good and you've been improving the uh, number of polls and questions. Yeah. Getting back out there so, again. <laughs> yeah, that's good. All right. Well, um, I guess. Uh, Let's get into our cool hockey sponsorship, and then we'll we'll talk about the uh, the movie of the week. So, since 1999, CoolHockey.com has been the number one online source for purchasing and customizing officially licensed NHL hockey jerseys in North America. Quality is just as important to them as it is to you, and that's why they ensure that every product that leaves their doors is done to the exact specifications of the NHLPA. Cool Hockey stocks officially licensed NHL products from Adidas, Fanatics, Reebok and CCM, and hand stitches them in their 15,000 square foot state-of-the-art production facility in Toronto, Ontario to ensure the most authentic customization possible. Since they don't outsource jerseys for customization like their competitors, they're able to offer the best quality, pricing, and delivery time on all their products. Cool Hockey staff live and breathe hockey, and it shows in their work. Find out why CoolHockey.com is the number one source for NHL hockey jerseys online. And if you buy today, you can also get your first or next jersey from them for 30% off. Just use the promo code THPN, as in the Hockey Podcast Network. Once again, that's promo code THPN for 30% off your next purchase. And by using that code uh, that we supply to you guys, we can receive a little bit of commission off of every purchase, which we are going to use to make the Quack Report bigger and better for next season, including uh, doing some giveaways, uh, other con contests and um, other related you know promotions getting better microphones doing video and all that fun stuff for you guys so just uh giving you guys more content and more of what you enjoy from the anaheim ducks exactly and uh we also currently have a contest with the crew at coolhockey.com for a chance to win a 175 dollar gift card and to be welcomed as a guest onto your favorite hockey podcast network show maybe even ours if you choose to all you have to do is order a jersey through the link 
Use the code THPN and let us know on Twitter what jersey you ordered. The contest closes on June 1st, with the winner being selected on June 6th. For further details, check out the contest post on our Twitter account at QuackReportPod or on the network's account at HockeyPodNet. Very cool stuff. I'm glad to uh, have CoolHockey.com as a partner, even though I can't enter that contest myself. <laughs> At least someone's going to be happy with a I mean, that's a that's a jersey. pretty good deal. Like, you get 30% off, minimum 30% off a jersey, and get entered to win almost another free jersey and get to be a guest on a show. That's, yeah. that's a pretty damn good deal, I'd say. <laughs> I mean, if you use the 30% off... It's probably around 175 for the jersey. A blank one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my, I think it might Not, even be cheaper, maybe. actually. Maybe. So, yeah, Canadian I mean, at least. Canadian, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that'd be pretty pretty sweet. Yeah. All right, well, I guess let's get into our talk of uh, the movie that we watched this week, Goon. A uh, newer, newer hockey movie, but uh, definitely a classic as far as hockey movies go. We say newer, but it, like this movie came out in 2011. Yeah. Well, yeah. I just mean compared to like compared the to other, so, some others. Slapshot, yeah, Miracle. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is this, really only like the one of the only movies, like hockey movies, that have come out this decade. At least yeah. that are worth watching. I don't know about yeah. <laughs> um, any other ones, but yeah. Um, seeing some things actually on Wikipedia about this, uh, it received a lot of positive reviews. Uh, I hope so. But the box office was apparently a disappointment. Uh, had a twelve million dollar budget and it earned only seven million initially. Um, but it kind of became a cult hit after uh, it came on Netflix and DVD and VOD downloads went through the roof essentially, and uh, that's what got the sequel to get greenlit. So that's part of why the the sequel is like six years down the line. So oh, okay was after it it kind of got built up yeah know? no I, I never saw this movie in theaters i remember it coming out and i was like i don't know if this is going to be good i don't know if i want to play or pay to see this movie but i don't remember um, if i saw i don't think i saw this one in theaters but i loved watching this movie with my cousins yeah such Man, a yeah, hilarious it's, movie it's and good. it's like and i mean de- i definitely was watching it at an age that i probably shouldn't have for some of the references but uh <laughs> it's definitely one of those movies that like yeah you understood the jokes when you got older, so. <laughs> oh yeah, oh for sure. But yeah, no, it's a great uh, movie. It's really well done. Yeah, uh, Canadian as well. So there's a lot of yeah. Canadian jokes in there, which is good for us as well as uh, the American viewers. So yeah, and I love yeah. that. Uh, like all the cities that they they have in there are legitimate uh, cities. There's not there's nothing fake about it. So the teams are all mm-hmm. fake, but the but the cities are legitimate. So. Yeah, but, but I mean, I, if you don't really know much about the AHL, which I don't consider myself an expert, yeah, and I, you wouldn't really know that they're fake teams. So well, I think the I think the parallel is supposed to be like the ECHL. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's supposed to be the kind of like yeah. the comparison. So yeah, um, so I, I wouldn't know anything about that. Either, yeah, but, but I uh, I totally forgot that uh, this movie is based on a book that was an autobiography of. Uh, uh, Doug Smith, who the who like the book was about, um, like actual real life guy who went through a lot of the same things, like was just a a fighter rising his way up through the minors essentially. So yeah, but so yeah, I love the love the montage and the credits of uh, the real life guy and his fights and whatnot uh, going through the years. But 
All right, let's. Uh, yeah, you can get us started, I guess, through, uh, I guess, points you want to talk about or that sort of thing, and we'll go from there. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I guess let's start with you know his first, um, or building up to being on his first hockey team. You know, he's he's got the roommate who's got the the hockey website i guess it's not even really a podcast <laughs> it's Ospo <laughs> with a lot more fox <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> um a lot more so a like lot he, more vulgar <laughs> yeah he knows hockey he enjoys watching hockey but he's a, a bouncer at a bar um so he's he's a big dude he knows how to fight he can knock people out like nobody's business yeah <laughs> but um, he's an absolute teddy bear <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> which is typical of most bouncers. So yeah, well, and typical say. of a lot of enforcers, right? So like those are yeah. the, those are a lot of the the fan favorites at least back in the day, um, because of their personality and obviously as well what they did on the ice. But it wasn't because they were scoring or anything like that. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but he ends up knocking out a a hockey player while he's in the stands. Yeah, uh, and that's <laughs> what gets him noticed by by this team. Um, I forget who they played for. They were the assassins. Um, um, it was something in Massachusetts because that's where it, it starts. Yeah, at least, I, but, I don't remember the city. But though, yeah, but, it was the assassins. Uh, you're right. But yeah, he his. Oh, I guess it was his roommate that was chirping. Um, the the chirping guy in guy the penalty in the box. box. The and he was giving it back to him. Yeah, yeah, ended up using the f word, not the not, not fuck the not other fuck, one that right. I that I'm not going to say. But yeah. Um, and homophobic oh, wow i can't talk right now homophobic <laughs> there you go yeah. homophobic f word <laughs> yeah and uh doug's brother happened to be gay uh yeah so <laughs> which i love it, i love that they and, and was there as well so yeah like it, it's used doug's brother being gay is used a little bit of as a like as a joke at first but then it mm-hmm. is just kind of there like real life especially for 2011 you know i would give give that props for for that especially so Oh yeah, um, definitely. But yeah, Doug right away just like beating the crap out of the guy, and I love that part. Just my brothers, and then it goes like the super like slow mo, just gay, yeah. <laughs> gives him the sucker punch in the nose. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that that really shows Doug's character. I thought that he's like this he big is, soft. He is a guy teddy yeah. bear that's going to stand up for his friends. Yeah, so, exactly. Which is important throughout the entire movie. Yeah. And then uh, oh that uh, that that tryout <laughs> that tryout was hilarious. It's like a baby giraffe learning how to walk. Let's <laughs> quit making fun of him. Those are his gay brothers' figure skates. <laughs> and he's it's got, like, not the, helpful the, at all. The biggest ankle tape job ever. <laughs> like he like at the beginning of that, he is the absolute definition of a bender. Yeah, <laughs> comes out and like. The one guy just starts chirping him right away, and he's like trying to make the chirp, and then just goes, "Fuck it," <laughs> right cross, and just starts <laughs> yeah. beating up like half the team, just on an absolute yeah. rampage, basically. Yeah, the other half is like, "I'm not fucking." <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing guy. that. The coach is just like, "Holy hell, kid!" And he's just like, "The downside is that you just beat up half your teammates." On the other side, though, that was half your teammates. <laughs> <laughs> But that's good, and then you know, eventually it leads to him getting an AHL or ECHL deal. Yeah, uh, a minor league deal, anyways. Yeah, um, protecting this skid, basically, uh, Laflamme, Xavier Laflamme. So, yeah, some high Montreal draft pick French boy 
yep. gets absolutely <laughs> rocked in the big leagues and by, too scared to by do Ross the Boss Ray. Yeah. Just a just a tank of a, an enforcer. Kind of uh like there's a lot of like real life uh draws and that sort of thing, right? And that mm-hmm. uh that hit that they show on uh LaFlemme from Ray kind of reminds me of the Scott Stevens one on Paul Korea. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. he's just like on the ice and that sort of thing. And so yeah, you see right away how how that's kind of affected LaFlemme's game and that's why he's been kind of in the shitter because he was supposed to be this big star and yeah, uh, you know and now that he's still, not, but has all this money, he's yeah. a drug addict, sex addict, an alcoholic. Yeah, well, they even say you pissed up, like you snorted a five million dollar contract up your nose. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but which is and, one way of putting it. Like, good on the coach for like calling him out on it. Yeah, but, I mean, but uh, could, yeah, could have handled it better. But yeah, you know. that's the whole reason that Doug uh, gets the minor league contract is to protect this guy because he's afraid of getting hit again right which mm-hmm. honestly that makes it like it's completely like yes it's hockey it's a physical sport but something like kind of traumatic in that sense especially a major concussion yeah that does mm-hmm. mess with you for quite a while oh yeah for sure it's, so it's very hard to come back from yeah and as you uh, can see in this movie it's yeah. like it's pretty realistic in that way yeah so. exactly and uh you know we meet we meet Eva as well. She's got a boyfriend, yes. unfortunately, but the love interest. Yeah, but I love how it's just like it's not like all glowy, kind of lovey that sort of thing. It's Doug just like he he is essentially like he's how do I put it? He's very innocent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's, he's oh, not yeah. <laughs> he's not very socially inept. Let's put it that way. Yeah, and uh, but like Eva just kind of like falls for him like yeah she does say yes i like i dig hockey players but like it is actually about doug himself which is great yeah she said herself that he's different you know yeah she's like oh i'm a slut i sleep around but she's yeah like, you make you make me, you make not, me not that, want so. to do that so and like, <laughs> yeah. honestly like when he says like that's the nicest thing anybody said to me that actually is like a pretty good like nice thing to say honestly oh yeah no for sure yeah (laughs) yeah that's something Um, you don't want to fuck up (laughs) yeah yeah exactly um i guess let's talk about his his team now that we meet okay who's your favorite who's your favorite on the team (laughs) oh i can pick a favorite yeah or or two one or two or two okay um can i say the swedish guys are one (laughs) or the oh the russian brothers you mean or the Russian brothers. Yeah, Russians. No, Russians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so bad with like those kind of <laughs> accents. They, Swedish, Finnish, um, Norse, and Russian all sound the same to me. I know they're different, but they all sound the same. Swedish is the closest thing I would say to like Canadian and like typical American kind of speech. Yeah. Okay. Well, the Russian brothers the Russians and, the, are great. Uh, and the goalie. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> How do you say his last name, though? I keep always... There's always, like, different pronunciations. Belcor? Yeah. I think it's Belcor. Yeah. yeah. There's a There was a great video from quite a few years back, and it's uh, Belcor and Carey Price talking to each other. Have you seen that? No, I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be what funny, are you, What are you going to call me? The goalie llama. The goalie freaking llama. 
<laughs> it's, oh, it's so good. But yeah, no, I, I love the chemistry between like those three. And it's always about his mom. Because yeah. he's like, yeah. his, his first mask is covered in images of his mother, which I think, yeah. like, I mean, guy loves his mom. I'm not going to knock that by any means. It's just like covered in, uh, like the first joke, we skull fuck your mother. <laughs> like they, they take the helmet and they're going back and forth. And he's just like, I'm your team. Does nobody see anything else wrong with this? Yeah. <laughs> but the jokes that they just pull with each other is great. It's so good. Yeah. Um, I love, just, just Balcor himself though. Oh, he's hilarious. so good. <laughs> <laughs> he calls the, uh, the post Siegfried and Roy as well. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go, Siegfried. Come on, Roy. I the fucking tiger. <laughs> no glory holes tonight, boys. <laughs> just the quotes from the goalie oh, alone so just make this movie so good. So good. Oh, man. But honestly, being one myself, like, Belcourt is like the stereotypical goalie, and we are 100% like that in some way oh, or yeah. another. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, but, a, yeah, those two are great. What's the joke when they're introducing him to the team? Was it the goalie that they're like, "Oh, don't mind him; he's from Regina." Yeah, or Regina, vagina. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and then it's just like, uh, yeah, like just like don't really bother with him. And then he just goes, just two things: don't fuck with my Percocets, and do you have any fucking Percocets? <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that. I love that so much. It's a perfect introduction. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. This. I think the best part about this movie is is just all the quotes that you can pull from it. Yeah. All the, the, all Ru- the jokes. The Russians later though, when they're at the bar, it's like we all need to do like initiation. We should all sign his dick. <laughs> and they're just like, no, I think, and like, it was not like to put down gay people by any means in that sense, but it was just like, dude, like that. That sounds pretty gay <laughs> it was like yeah. it's not gay at all uh, you're i mean you're wanting him just to pull out his dick and you want to touch it that that does sound pretty gay <laughs> yeah <laughs> but then you had the it was like the captain's pet that's the best way to describe it i forget his name but just right away i'll sign your dick doug <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> definitely had a couple of the vibes coming from him i think i don't know if that was intentional or not but i thought it was yeah. hilarious that whole yeah, team though like there are like great parts out of every guy i forget the uh uh, the guy who's also the doctor. Um, oh, I forget his name. But I love like kind of his introduction is like during the game he gets hurt and he's on the bench with like the team medic and he's just like get out of here. I got this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's one thing I'm I, I don't really like about this movie is they don't do a good job of like introducing all the the characters and like you get a pretty names. good idea quickly of who they are though at least you do yeah like. It's it's just the like names, everybody yeah everybody everybody's got a moment at least yeah which is good yeah um in, in a way this team is kind of like the mighty ducks but if they were adults yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> and instead of a new coach you got a new enforcer who's barely played much hockey <laughs> yeah um what do you think about them walking on the the logo in the dressing room oh that hurts and, and then as they grow to go around the logo yeah then they go around the logo yeah that's a that's a huge thing. Never step on the logo. Um, remember that thing a couple of years ago is when Chicago had won the cup. Justin Bieber went into the locker room and he stood on the logo. Do you remember that? No, I don't. Oh, I remember that made its way around the internet and like 
everybody from Chicago fans to just anybody around the league are just like, Bieber, don't step on the fucking logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he even played hockey like in yeah. his teenage years too. So. Yeah. I don't know. But, uh, I mean, I get it. Some things just kind of slip your mind at times. But, yeah, yeah, never. Even if it's a team you don't like, don't step on the logo. This It's just a sign of disrespect. Yeah. I thought that they did a really good job of, like, using that to show how the team's growing. Yeah, exactly. And especially Laflemme as well. So. Yeah. Yeah, Laflemme especially. So, he had a great arc in this movie, I thought, personally. So, I thought so, too. Yeah. He went from very unlikable to, to quite likable. Yeah. He did a good job of that, so. Yeah. I, I like how there's not really a lot of hockey. I mean, like there is, like it's based around hockey and like a team, but it's not yeah. like uh, you don't really see the games and like winning the games isn't necessarily what's important. Yeah, it's like, just more just kind of like, playoffs. yeah, it's just like clips in the games that kind of further de- the development of everybody and whatnot mm-hmm. and kind of the story. Yeah. So, yeah. So I thought that was, that was cool. Yeah. Uh, and that they pulled that off quite well. So I think one of my favorite aspects of this movie though like obviously it's it's centered around an enforcer type player, right? But like just kind of you go through the different versions of the enforcer essentially. You had the uh the one guy who's just an absolute nutcase. Mm-hmm. And uh which I loved <laughs> I loved that fight. He, the coach is like, "Hey, I want you to go way by the penalty box and you're going to fight him." And he's just like, "Okay." And so he goes over, penalty box door opens. The guy grabs uh Greg yeah, grabs Glatt right away and just starts feeding him and, ro- and like he's just taking it. And the coach is just like, the fuck are you doing? And he just like looks over and he's just like, fucking hit him. And then he just starts going to town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so yeah, you have like on one end, the absolute crazy enforcers who are just like literally out there to fight and are just nuts. But then you had uh, like George LaRock's kind of cameo, I guess. He, Whatever his character's name was. I don't think we necessarily got it. But like him just saying like, hey, you want to go? Yeah, sure. All right. Good luck. And then like yeah. at the end, like, yeah, good fight. Good fight. Like that's kind of the other side of it. And really a lot of, I think a side that a lot of people didn't really pay attention to when it came to the enforcer. Like, yeah, the guys obviously fought and they got bloodied up and bruised and everything like that. But like a lot of them did have respect for one another. So yeah, even, even when we see the the diner scene between Glatt and Ross Ray. Yeah, exactly. We see a lot of that respect. And like, um, I, I guess we can kind of get into it now. Yeah, uh, sure. Get into the whole Ross Ray dynamic there. Like he's not a, a bad guy. Like he's kind of portrayed as the the villain or the final boss, however you yeah. want to think of it for this movie. Um, but yeah, he's not a bad guy at all. Like, Yeah, like yeah, he be, he made the mistake which cost him his uh, majors, I guess, or gets him sent down to the minors with the the stick to the back of the head type thing. And that kind of reminded me of the uh, Todd Bertuzzi thing quite a few years ago. But yeah, he's like, I, I made a mistake. I acknowledge it and everything like that. But like, yeah, he, he understands his role as well and that sort of thing. And, and yeah, like that. Yeah. He like Ray has Doug's respect that warns him that if they ever meet on the ice, he will lay him the fuck out. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's not, he's not going out, uh, or he's going out swinging, I guess. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, and he says that he's going to so. he's going to retire that year as well and stuff like that. So yeah, I thought it was kind of kind of weird that they retired his number in like the third or fourth last game of the season. Yeah, well, I guess if you know, it's like last home game. Yeah, if you them. if you know it's coming and that sort of thing, and they also weren't sure if the playoffs were going to be a thing. So 
But yeah. and minor leagues a little bit different as well, right? So that's true. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I yeah I thought Ray was great, and I mean Lee Schreiber doing uh, Ross Ray was I love Lee Schreiber so much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah he, he did was, a great job. Yeah, he's great in, in this role. movie. Yeah. So. Yeah, but I kind of like the, how they had the passing of the torch from him to Glatt almost. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like the next big Them guy, having the, yeah. the three rounds, yeah. Which is hilarious, by yeah. the way, that the refs... that <laughs> They let it the go that long, go. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah real. Like, I was like, explaining to like, my Nona a little bit because she wasn't a fan of the, like, the fighting or that. Like During that mm-hmm. last fight, she actually didn't watch it. She just kind of like listened to it. She's like, I can't, like, I can't watch it. Um, yeah. And I'm like, real life... Yeah, you wouldn't have that happen, especially when he breaks his ankle and that sort of stuff. They're like, oh, no, no, yeah. no, they're stopping that fight right then. So yeah, makes for great a great movie. <laughs> oh, it does. Yeah, it's it's totally played up in that aspect, but like a lot of it does yeah. fall off of like real life kind of stuff. So yeah, but I, I'd say the rest is very plausible. Yeah, just, well, you, just that last fight was just kind of fun. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, you did have the ref step in, and Ray was like, don't you fucking dare. Yeah, <laughs> he's not done yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then like you said, we don't even see the the playoffs. It cuts before that. Like, it cuts before the, even the end of that game, really, doesn't it? Or no, it does show the last it, end of it. It does, yeah. Because um, yeah, LaFlem's kind of got the monkey off his back because Ray's not around in that game, and so he goes out, scores a hat trick, and they win to go to the playoffs. So I love yeah. that last line, though, of... Uh, like when uh, Doug's with Eva in the locker room, and he just goes, "I think I nailed him." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Love yeah. that part. So, yeah, it's good. Um, any, any other, I guess, final thoughts about this movie? Thought it was great. Um, I already watched the second one, but we'll talk about that next week. Um, yeah. yeah, I again, I watched this with my Nona, right, and she was like. Can we like when are we watching the next one? I'm like, oh, it'll be like next week for like the next show. And she's like, can we just like watch it sooner? Because I need to see him better. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I can just watch it right now. She's like, oh, okay, sounds good. <laughs> so, but I do love kind of the, especially going into the next movie, the evolution that everybody has and stuff like that. But yeah, this is a a great movie. Like you said, kind of a classic in its own right. And uh, yeah, even though maybe it didn't do great money wise initially, it definitely has its following and. Well, I mean, go back to our our poll about it, and I didn't have it listed. Sorry about that, everybody, again. And just had everybody in the comments up my ass about, like, you didn't put on Goon, what the hell? So yeah, no, it, it definitely, mistake, has, definitely has its followers. So, yeah, great movie. And especially to start off with our, uh, like, after finishing the Mighty Ducks movies, uh, this is a great one to go through. So Yeah, yeah, for sure. And uh, any any final thoughts from, from you about this movie? No, I'm just excited to move on to the next one now um i, I don't really remember the second one at all so i'm excited to yeah the, se- to the second one. one the second one was good so i i still enjoyed yeah. it just as much all right ducks fans well thank you for listening this podcast is a production of the hockey podcast network if you want to listen to podcasts from the perspectives of other teams they have one show for each of the other 30 nhl teams that come out on the same schedule as ours every monday wherever you get your podcasts you can follow us on Twitter at Quack Report Pod, and you can follow the rest of the network at HockeyPodNet. Be sure to wash your hands, social distance uh, by the span of about one hockey stick, uh, cover your face whole when you sneeze and cough, and just, uh, <laughs> just stay out, safe out there. Don't travel and go outside unless you need to. And uh, yeah, we got, I guess we'll see you next week to talk about whatever news we have, as well as Goon 2. 
Sounds good. And yeah, like I said, cover your face off. Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah.